Welcome to Show Your Scars with me, Jordan Angeli, a look inside the journey back from a devastating injury. Although we may not choose for this to happen to us, we appreciate who we become in the process. Now, let's dive into this week's episode as we share our strength and show our scars with pride. Hey, Show Your Scars. Welcome to a new week. I hope that you attack it with some tenacity and passion and purpose and positivity. I had a good conversation with Jeb Brofsky. He is on one of the first podcasts that I did last night, and I talked about the difference between positivity and optimism and being optimistic. And I think positivity is uh, a certain mindset that we we try to get in the moment and optimism is knowing that in the future things are going to be fine that you're going to be able to get through it but you have to have moments of positivity in your optimism in order for it to continue so be optimistic be positive this week and I am excited because I get to bring you another episode from our favorite Joanna Lohman it has taken me a little bit to reach back and reconnect with her because she has been a busy woman. I, if you guys follow her on Instagram, you can see that she is traveling around the world and working hard in her rehab as she prepares to go into NWSL season in just a week or so, but also living life and getting the opportunities and taking advantage of opportunities that are coming her way. So some of the things that we talk about in this sixth episode with Joe is controlling what she can control, how that has helped her in her ACL recovery process, what she did every day, even when traveling, to make sure she stayed on top of her rehab, how she helped herself when she traveled on planes, what some tips she did that she really helped made her remember that it was about recovery, and even while she was flying everywhere, she was conscious that she could do stuff on a plane that allowed her to can get, keep her body in a, a good state. And then we talk about her going back into preseason in a couple weeks with Washington Spirit in NWSL and how her mindset is different than it's ever been going into preseason and how she's dealing with that and how she's giving herself grace in in her return. You guys are going to like this. She is, you know, always on top of it, and we just love talking with Joe. So here she is, Joanna Lohman. What's going on? How have you been? I've been doing really well. I'm describing to someone that my life is like a tornado. It moves so fast. Um, yeah. And there's so much energy to it. So I'm really just trying to stay low to the ground and keep up with it myself. And uh, I've been doing a lot of traveling and obviously training and rehabbing my knee, trying to get ready for the season, which starts a month earlier. So mm-hmm. I've been full on going. Yeah, I was just looking back, and the last time we talked was, and it doesn't seem like this, like, um, it said September. Yeah, I think it's been a while. Yeah, so, you know, a lot has happened since then. You know, you mentioned you traveled and got to do a lot of stuff, um, you know, not only what you are passionate about outside of soccer, but maybe spend a little time with family and get get outside this realm of rehab? And how much did that help just with your mental state? You know what? It's funny. It's It helps, and it also it, it hurts a bit because traveling is really hard on your body. 
Mm-hmm. So never am I fully away from taking care of my knee. Um, I always thought about when I was flying, you know, what type of clothing could I wear to reduce the swelling. I would take an ice pack, like a portable ice pack um, that you could fill with ice on every single one of my flights. Okay. I would ask the flight attendants to put ice in it, and I would wrap it around my knee because, you know, I'm always concerned about taking care of my body because that is my number one priority is to be a soccer player. So I never want anything to really take away from that. But I do realize that, like you said, for the mental health, it's so good for me to do what I love. So for the past, you know, three months, I've been to three different continents. I went to Europe, I went to Africa, and I went to Southeast Asia. And, you know, all of that takes the toll on your body. So, um, and when I was there, I was I always, every single day, uh, made time for my rehab exercises, made time to work out. And it's not easy, but it's something that makes me feel better about myself and about um, the path that I'm taking is I'm, every day I'm, I'm doing the right things, the best things I can do that day for my knee. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's just like really important to know that, you know, we don't live in a tunnel and, right. you know, we have to, uh, we have to try to do what makes us happy, but at the same time, you know, take care of what we need to take care of. Right. And in the, I think that's really good advice because life is not always going to hand you this perfect, easy path. Right. And things are going to come in your way to try to distract you from whatever it is in, in good and bad ways. And I think you had good distractions, but also with those distractions, sometimes come um, the difficulty of, you know, maybe waking up early on vacation and having to get your workout in or uh, finding a way to get those exercises in to make you feel like you're hitting those milestones. Was there anything specific that you were like, okay, if I only have a certain amount of time, what were you most consistent about getting in um, as far as workouts go in that stage of your rehab because you're you were then like um, what were you about six to eight months yeah I just I just got fully cleared so it's been about a little over nine months now so yeah I was six to eight months during my travels I always took um, like a mini band with me and then mm-hmm. I also took you know a tennis ball and uh some sliders if you know what those are so yeah those are awesome yeah so even in like a hotel room I could get exercises in right if I had 10 minutes I could put the band around my ankles around um, my quads and do the exercises that were necessary to keep to make sure my my knee was staying strong my glutes um, were you know building the muscle back in my glutes which stops your knee you know from from going in so I think that's really important to know is like find three or four key things that you can pack in your suitcase that mm-hmm. you can take anywhere and that are very portable because those things are very small. So you can easily fly with them, easily travel with them, and they don't require much space. So, you know, even if you're in the city and you have really nowhere to work out, you don't have a gym, um, you know, go out into the hallway of your hotel. And even if you look like an idiot, like get those exercises in because it, it really it really will help in the long run to make sure you're, you're taking care of your body. Right. Absolutely. And then, it is so key just to get those if even if it's not a lot you talk about that um self acknowledgement of knowing that you're doing what you can to stay in the right space and even if it's 10 minutes you would be surprised at how much that helps you stay in the right set yeah no i i totally agree and i think i'm very much aware that a lot of the opportunities that i've been given and have been through being a professional soccer player so i never want to take that for granted and you know, my team was so supportive. The spirit was so supportive through my injury. And I always want them to know, no matter where I am in the world, that 
I'm still trying to get better as a soccer player because, like I said, that's really that's that's my number one love and my number one priority. Mm-hmm. In those past few months since we've talked last, you just um, had had your longest run that you had had yet, and since then you've cut, you've started playing, and you just said you got cleared. But in in that time, there must have been, or or maybe there wasn't, but was there any uh, pain points, anything difficult in that that you had to work through? And if so, how did you do that? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, one of the key things that I would like to share through this entire journey, this entire nine months that I've had is that it is such an up and down roller coaster ride. There'll be weeks where I feel great, where I feel like I could jump through the roof. And then there's a week later where I feel like my knee is killing me. And I think the key is just, you know, to stay, to stay hopeful. And you know, if you do have weeks where your knee is a little bit more sore, just to take it easy and, um, you know, do the things that make your, your knee feel better. So there, there were a lot of times where, you know, I would go to see my surgeon and I would be a little bit apprehensive because I wouldn't know necessarily um, what he was going to say. And, and structurally, my knee was fine, but I would have, you know, pieces of scar tissue that were just floating around in the knee, sometimes on the inside, sometimes on the outside. And I never I never felt like 100% confident in, and my knee never felt normal. And I think I just got to the point where it was, okay, I'm not sure when my knee is going to feel normal, but these, um, these pain points and... Um, this roller coaster ride is sort of it's it's okay, and that's what's going to happen. So I hope anyone who's going through this doesn't expect it to be you know a linear you know a linear journey. It's it's going to be hard, and there's going to be moments of doubt and um, and fatigue and pain. But um, really, just listen to your body and and try to do you know what makes you feel best on on that given day. Good advice, and I wonder if if we could elaborate a little bit on one of those things as you said, stay hopeful. What did that mean for you? How did you keep hopeful in those moments where um, you did feel apprehension or nervousness or uh, potentially even fear for what was next? I think I just tried to you know trust that this was part of this was part of the process. And when you have surgery and you're and you replace a ligament, it's it's not going to feel perfect right away. And there's going to be so many times where you have to to push and you have to understand that it's not going to feel great. And I think that's, you know, life in general, it's like that. You have good days and you have bad days. So try to stay consistent in your mood and in your energy and your, your hopefulness, um, even though, you know, the pain in the knee may, uh, may come and go. And I think too, I always, always tried to ice it I always massage it no matter how my knee is feeling I always try to do the little things that I knew would help me mentally and also help me physically so never did I really take a day off from icing or from massaging or um, you know like I told you about you know doing my exercises I think Mm -hmm. that was just so important throughout the process no matter how inconsistent my knee felt that the exercises and the regimen that I had stayed consistent yeah that's great and I think give people, I think people want sometimes answers. Like even me, I wanted to know what, what was hopeful for you. But I think that's one of the cool things about hope is it's almost um, indescribable, right? Hope for you might be different than hope for me, but it's something you can latch on to and know that it's going to get better. Right. Yeah, I think, too, like, you know, asking my physical therapist, you know, is this normal? And he would always say, yeah, this is normal. This is part of it. And just getting that reassurance either from your surgeon or from your physical therapist 
um, or someone that you're working with, your trainer, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll reassure each person that's going through this journey that it's not going to be easy and you're going to have points where you have pain. So realize mm-hmm. that you're not alone through it. Um, and that's why the ACL club is just so amazing is that there's such a, a network of people that are going through the same, the same injury and to really to reach out and try to get some reassurance in whatever mm-hmm. part of the process you're in. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, it's, it's, you, you wouldn't, you would be surprised or maybe you wouldn't, I don't know just how many people have told me listening to kind of the progression of you and going through the things that you went through and us getting a hold of you in those moments, you know, uh, sporadically, throughout your journey, how much that's helped them understand their own journey. And just like you said, you know, things that it's okay to feel this way or it's okay, this is normal or that's normal or everybody's different, you know, all those different things. So it's been really awesome that you've been so willing and open to share your journey with us. And I I thank you for that. And I know a lot of people who are listening are thanking you for that. Thanking you for that. And, um, excited too because you mentioned season is coming back up and you just got cleared and how is that how did that feel and like how are you feeling going into this new season yeah I'm I'm very excited I also have you know I have a lot of apprehension I've never this is the longest I've gone without really playing competitive soccer so mm-hmm. and I've never gone into a preseason off of an injury of this nature so for sure there's um, there's definitely some some doubts and some apprehension, and the Washington Spirit, the the makeup of our team has changed a lot. So I think there's a lot of factors um, that do provide me a lot of anxiety. But um, like you said, I was you know I'm excited that I'm doing the things that I can control, and yeah. you know getting cleared was was one of the the biggest hurdles that I had to overcome. And you know it didn't it didn't feel like this huge weight lifted off my shoulder because like we talked about before like every day you're kind of taking a step in that direction. So it was almost matter of fact by the time I got cleared because I'd been doing so much. So it was, it was almost just like a box that you check off, but now it's, you know, there's no more excuses, right? Um, Mm -hmm. We really, we have to step up and make sure again, that we're we're training um, to the level that we need to. So when I go into the season, as much doubt as I may have, and you know, all, I can fall back on the thought that I did, I did everything that I could to be ready for that moment, and to understand that on February 19th, the first day that we have training, I'm I'm not going to be at my best, right? Like it's going to take me some time to get back into it, and I have to be really compassionate and and patient with myself, which I think is the hardest thing. I think we extend a lot of compassion Absolutely. and patience to others, but we really are hard on ourselves. So Absolutely. Hopefully, you know. Um, this injury will just be a, you know, a great reminder of, okay, I have, you know, I have my health back and playing time and, you know, stuff on the field will work itself out Mm -hmm. um, along the way, but just to really, you know, never take that health for granted and to enjoy every moment that I get to play again. That's wonderful. I, um, and that's something I was going to, you know, I had a feeling you would feel that way, but something I was going to encourage you is just, it's almost like allowing yourself some grace, right? Like we, I think one of the hardest parts for people that are going through ACL injury is, okay, I got cleared by my physical therapist or my doctor and now I should be, I should be back. And the thing is you haven't done that. You know, you haven't played in a long time with your team all surrounding you in that competitive environment. And it it is going to take that progress, you know, that, 
still focusing on that progress helps you just get back exactly how you've been doing this, you know, this whole time that it's still progression and it never will not be progression because that's the mind of a soccer player, right? We can always yeah. be better. We can always be better. No, it's so good. You know, it's so good to be able to speak to you to, because you've been through it before and to speak to other people who have been through it to understand that, you know, it takes a good probably year, if not more, to feel like you're really back to not to where you were before because we never are the same, but back to a point where you feel really confident in the way that you're mm-hmm. playing. And, um, you know, I'm I'm going into the season understanding that the first couple of months may be frustrating for me and I may make, make mistakes that I never did before, but it's okay, right? Like, yeah. It's going to be okay. And yep. um, I'm a big believer that life works out just as it should. And, you know, this injury was part of it. So I just got to take it one step at a time. That's great. It's great. And latch on to those moments because they'll come when you're training and um, your mind your mind will be there, right? You'll know exactly where you want to go and your body won't be there quite yet. Just latch on to that because it'll your body catches up, right? Your body catches up. But um, I think people get frustrated in those moments where they're like, well, I know what I wanted to do, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, that frustration is a normal reaction, but choose to respond in the sense that, okay, my mind knows what to do. How great is that? Like, I will get there. I will get there. Um, So I think you're doing, you know, continue to do all the things right. And there's so many things that you just said I think are going to be really helpful for so many people that, um, you know, it's progress, that you're controlling what you can control and meeting it with, you know, it's okay to feel a little nervous. It's okay to not feel like it's going to be perfect right away because there's that, that progress is what the main, the main focus, right? Yeah. I think I'm going to have a lot of moments where I'm going to have to laugh at myself. You do. You laugh at yourself. (laughs) (laughs) One thing too, I always, and I would do is I would latch onto a teammate and I would say, Hey, I, I'm going to need you to just um, tell me when I did something good. I know when I did something wrong, (laughs) but if I receive a ball and it was a really good first touch and my pass was crap, just tell me good first touch. Yeah. Because then I start to find um, the positive voice within myself again. And mm-hmm. I think that also helps you um, bring somebody else into your journey and, and make it about the team again. You know, you start to, to find your way in a team when you latch on to other people and allow them to help you as well. That's, that's definitely one thing I'm really excited about is being – part of the team again I think that right you get hurt that's one of the things you miss the most is just that camaraderie yeah and you know I'm really looking forward to being around you know all my new teammates my old teammates Mm -hmm. and you know starting this this new path because I think after you go through an injury like that you're you're really a different person so yeah I'm, I'm excited to see who I become this season for sure good well so are we Joe we're you know as always reading you on so much and um I just thank you for taking a little bit of your time. I know this is this is crunch time for you. You've got a lot of other things still <laughs> happening, but getting ready for, for preseason as well. So thanks for taking a little bit of time and talking to me. Yeah, of course, Jordan, and thank you so much for all your support and for everyone who's gone through this injury. Yes, um, we're thankful for you. Seriously, that you would you would be astonished, like, how many people, like, email me and say, you know, what I heard from Joe is so helpful. What I heard from Joe is so helpful. So um, you've done a lot. Yeah. Well, tell them to reach out to me too. Yeah. <laughs> I will. All right. Will. Thanks, Jordan. I'll talk okay. To you. Good luck with everything. 
It's important to recognize what Joe said there towards the end about it is an up and down roller coaster ride. There's moments of pain, there's moments of fatigue, but you have to give yourself time to recover if you need it. And it's okay if your body is not where it's supposed to be that day and you don't get to do what you plan to do. Uh, plans change and being adaptable and the ability to say, okay, not today, I'll be able to do this maybe tomorrow. And it's that it's staying hopeful. And I really liked her talking about progression and, and how that helps her stay mo- uh, hopeful. One of the things I always talk to people too, and we kind of hit on this towards the end, is that you, when you're coming back from an injury, it's really important to latch on to a teammate and help them help you get through it. And that's as easy as saying what I mentioned there is, you know, we all know exactly when we make mistakes, especially when we're coming back from an injury because we're so focused on being better and uh, so tuned in to everything we can't do that sometimes that consumes our brain. If we have someone on our team that we've told, like, I need to know what I can do, it allows us to get into that state of mind while we're training and enjoy it a little bit more. So I just want to say thank you to Joe. Gosh, we are rooting you on as you go into preseason and know that you are going to continue to progress in whatever you do. As she mentioned there at the end, make sure you reach out to her. If something she said has helped you, uh, DM her on Instagram, reach out to her on Twitter. She will respond. I know that she will because she is so aware of the influence that she has on people and how um, just that human connection is important to her. So reach out to her and tell her how proud you are of her. And I hope for all of you that are listening to this, if it does reach you and you enjoy this, write us a review on iTunes. That really helps us allow other people to see what we're doing at Show Your Scars and get more people to listen to the podcast and and recover fully from injuries. That's our main goal, right? We want you guys to get back to be the best you that you can be when you're returning back from injury. So make sure you write an iTunes review. It takes about two minutes, and really it means so much to me. As I said at the beginning, attack this week with some tenacity. Go out there and show your scars with pride.